Hello and welcome to another edition of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is your host, John Jantz, and my guest today is a very mobile Dave Kirpin. Uh, he is the co-founder and CEO of Likeable Media, an award-winning social media and word-of-mouth marketing firm, and also the author of Likeable Social Media, How to Delight Your Customers, Create an Irresistible Brand, and Be Generally Amazing on Facebook, and then in parentheses, and other social networks. So, Dave... Um, Drive carefully, but thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks for having me, John. I'm a big fan of Duct Tape Marketing, and it's uh, it's great to be on with you. And, uh, yeah, I am in New York City, and I'm on my iPhone. So uh, between those two things, uh, 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 this might not be the, the smoothest interview you've ever done, but I'll, I'll do my best to... Uh, I'll hopefully stick with you and uh, look forward to chatting with you for yeah. a bit. Well, we like to make this as close to live radio as possible, so I suspect we're going to do that today. Um, so... You know, the in the title of the book, of course, likable, and you have the big thumb like they use on Facebook, and and, and in the subtitle of the book, amazing on Facebook. Uh, but unfortunately, this week, all we want to talk about is Google Plus, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's so funny because you know I wrote a book uh, and uh, about social media, and uh, I wanted very much to keep that book as relevant as possible, and I was terrified uh, that between the time I finished writing it and and, and the time that it came out, that uh, uh, Google or someone else would uh, actually launch a so social network of, of business significance. And um, I guess fortunately for me, it didn't happen during that time. But unfortunately, uh, soon thereafter, uh, Google Plus does seem to have launched something uh, that looks it looks pretty good. Um, can't, can't speak, can't, you know, the, 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 the um, uh, we, we, we can't yet tell. You know, the results are definitely not in yet and certainly not from a business standpoint because businesses can't even have, uh, a yet on Google Plus, but the fact that uh, uh, so quickly after launch, so many people have joined is definitely compelling. It's worth taking notice, uh, certainly for business people and marketers everywhere. Yeah, and I think not just joined. I mean, because I, I think a lot of people just with the Google name on it would join, but but generally speaking, uh, are are favorable as to what they've built. Uh, so so to me, at least, they're going to get. They're going to get a long trial period here. Um, you know, I wrote an, an, an article that's uh, going to publish on, uh, actually not on my blog, on, on uh, D&B's blog, and, uh, you know, basically saying that I think that, you know, everybody's calling this or trying to talk about it as being a killer of this or a killer of that. And actually, I think Google wins from what I'm seeing, even if it doesn't, I mean, even if they don't kill anything <laughs> off, because I don't think that they're going to kill Facebook off by any means. Uh, but what they are doing in, in the week or so that I've played with it is, um, you know, their number one asset really is content. And it is Google Plus right now is a content curation um, machine, you know, unlike anything I've experienced. And, and I think that that, um, that aspect, which ties, of course, into their search and into their their cash cow, um, you know, may actually make a better search engine. It will definitely make a better search engine. Um, it's definitely making Google better. Uh, I agree with you that it won't be a Facebook killer, and I, I and 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 I, I I am very bullish on Facebook still. Yep. Um, uh, at the end of the day, I just don't think people want to recreate their social graph on another social network. So if they're on Google already, which, you know, how many people are, I mean, a lot, between Gmail and just using the search engine, it's going to be, to your point, compelling enough to check out Google+. Um, the question really remains, are people going to port over all of their social contacts uh, 
up to another social network at this point. And I, that, um, that I don't think will happen. And combine that with the fact that Facebook has so many talented engineers, many of which, frankly, they've pulled from Google, um, I just see Facebook taking the best of what Google Plus has and integrating that into their own platform. And you saw that already with Facebook's uh, Skype uh, video integration, which you know essentially duplicates Google's Huddle product. Um, uh, uh, Facebook um, is going to is going to take the best of Google Plus from Huddle to Circles, etc., and integrate it into their product. Um, I think that Google, this definitely makes Google a lot better. I don't think it, it, it stops at all the, the juggernaut that is Facebook. Yeah, well, well, it'll 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 be yet uh, you know to see as as you say, and and really that's um, I did want to get your take on that, but uh, let's talk about uh, uh, likable the book itself. It is uh, selling extremely well, which I'm happy to see for you. Um, I, and I want to start with kind of the first uh, chapter because it, it really warmed my heart. You know, when I, I, I actually was lucky enough to, to get kind of an advanced reading uh, when I saw that you talked about listening first, because I've been saying that for years now that, that, you know, when small business owners, a lot of them over the last couple of years have come to me and say, Oh, I don't know. How do I get in this? Do I need to be on Facebook? Do I need to be on Twitter? And I always say, no, you just need to listen <laughs> to your customers and then you'll figure it out. Um, and, and so, you know, what, Give me your take on the idea of listen first and never stop listening. Yeah, I mean, listening, it, for, for, for so many years, John, uh, uh, we've had the ability to talk, to talk, talk, talk to our consumers. And um, anyone that's ever been in a relationship knows how important listening is to any communication. Listening is 50% of all communication. And yet, you know, as business owners, as marketers, we've really only leveraged the talking part of of communication through all through through all these years because that's what we had available. So we had focus group testing a little bit and some market surveying, but to the extent that the the, the 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 vast majority of time, resources, and money were spent on the talking part, uh, that was the case. And now social media comes along, and for the first time ever, we have massive, massive opportunities to listen, to use these platforms to listen to our customers to listen to our prospects, to listen to our competitors, to listen to our, the customers of our competitors, to listen to anyone that's having a conversation out there on Twitter or Facebook and putting their hand up and saying, you know, based on my conversation, I need what you have, right? And, and you know, there are literally people every single day that are talking about, that are t- talking about things that you, as a small business owner that's listening to this podcast, can solve. And just by starting to listen to these people and then figuring out ways to engage with them, um, you know, th- that's better marketing than any, any push marketing, any talk marketing that's been out there ever. Well, you know, just from a pure practical standpoint, and sometimes people cringe when I say this, but, you know, imagine any any salesperson, anybody that does selling for a living, if you happen to know that your hottest prospect just shipped their daughter off to college or what their favorite restaurant is or that they just got a puppy, I mean, those this is all great relationship connection building stuff, and they're out there giving it to you for free right now if you just take the time to listen, and, and, and I think sometimes when I tell people that, they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I guess we could, couldn't we? I never, I never take a meeting with a new client or prospect uh, before I uh, uh, check out their LinkedIn, check out their Facebook, check out their Twitter, 
uh, find commonalities. I mean, because selling and, and marketing has always been about finding relationship building and finding commonalities. And now it's, it's, it's literally out there for you. Um, the story I tell to open the book is the story that I always tell to senior executives that don't understand listening and specifically that don't understand Twitter. And, 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 you know, as many users as there are uh, that, that have used Twitter and, and obviously you and I sort of live and breathe in, in those circles. Right. There's so many business owners that still say to me and, and, and senior execs in big companies that say to me, what, what the heck is Twitter really about? I just don't get it. What's the point? Why? Well, I just don't get it. And I tell them the story that I opened the book with a, a year and a half ago when I was uh, waiting online to check in at the, the Aria Hotel, uh, the, the hottest hotel on the Strip in Vegas. And I had, I had a six-hour flight, and I get in, and I'm waiting online for over 45 minutes, and I was so frustrated. So, of course, I did what any social media nerd like me would do, John. I tweeted, uh, you know, can't possibly be worth the wait here at the Aria, pound fail, which is, you know, social media nerd lingo for this really stinks. And, you know, the Aria wasn't listening to my tweets and didn't respond. But guess what? The Rio right down the street was listening to my tweets. They were monitoring uh, 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 Twitter for keywords of, of competitors. And, and, and they, they saw my tweet and they responded right away. And every time I tell this story to the novice, that, that person that's used to the talking and the selling, they, they, they immediately get excited and they say something like, you know, what did they tweet back? Come on, come on over. We'll take care of you. And they didn't tweet that, John. They tweeted, um, sorry you're having a bad experience, Dave. Hope the rest of your time in Vegas goes well. And just by tweeting that back to me, sorry you're having a bad experience, Dave. Hope the rest of your time in Vegas goes well. Where do you think I stayed the next time I went to Vegas? Right. <laughs> so they got a sale just from listening and one empathetic tweet, just by listening and showing empathy. There was no salesmanship or marketing in that tweet. And yet there really was because that tweet alone, you know, led to a $600 sale. Right. Well, and I think that, you know, a lot of people in Twitter is a great example. I mean, uh, so many people go there and they see what I call the river, you know, of of whatever you want to call it, uh, just flowing by. And so it doesn't make sense until you do start to drill down and say, okay, I only have to pay to attention to, you know, one one hundredth of a percentage of that to get some value. And and then it does start to, to make some sense. Um, you, you also claim that uh, social media is, a, is tools. Some of the new tools we have is a, really allows you to target your audience better, or at least define your target audience uh, better than ever. You want to you want to explain that? Sure, sure. So you know, Facebook has has just done remarkable things with its user base, with, with how quickly they've grown, and they've got 750 million users now. Um, which you know blows away every possible television network or you know every possible other marketing uh, avenue that could possibly. But the thing that's so much more valuable than that 750 million is the data that they have on on, on who all those people are. And so you can use the Facebook ad platform to to to, to say I don't want to reach 750 million people. I want to reach people. I'm a Chinese food restaurant in Cleveland. I just want to reach people in Cleveland that like Chinese Or I'm a, a architecture design firm. I just want to reach architects in my area. Right. Or I'm a, um, I'm a realtor. I just want to reach, um, you know, the CEOs uh, of, of 
in my account. So you, you can use uh, job titles and interests to find the exact people that you want to reach. Um, and it's funny, there's a line in the social network, in the movie The Social Network, there's a line from uh, Sean Parker says to Mark Zuckerberg, uh, 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 you, know, you, know, you know what's cooler than a million dollars? A billion dollars. Well, I sort of have a, a play uh, on that line when I talk about targeting with Facebook. You know, you know what's cooler than reaching 750 million people on Facebook? Reaching the 750 that are your perfect target audience. Right. <laughs> no question. No question. In fact, was it you that told me the story that you targeted a, an ad to your wife for her birthday? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was at South by Southwest a couple of years ago, and I was talking about the, 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 the hyper-targeting, and my, my, my friend uh, Leslie, uh, she works for uh, Jess Marie on uh, 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 another so great social media agency down in Washington. She started saying to me, well, you know, you can forget hyper-targeting. You can nano-target. Uh, I, I went home that night. I went back to my hotel, um, and, and from Texas, I took out an ad targeting 33-year-old female employees of likable media, and I happen to work with my wife. And the ad said, I love you, Carrie. Can't wait to come home from Texas. And she was the only person in the world that could see that ad. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm a little silly, but on the other hand, you know, if, if there's one or two CEOs that you want to reach, if there's... You know, if you if you know that the decision makers, you know, to help you to help get move your business along are certain people based on certain job titles at certain companies, by all means you can reach those people. Well, I know it's become actually pretty hot to actually target a company's employees <laughs> as a recruiter uh, using that tool as well. Um, yeah, tell me about it. That's my soul style. I see that all the time from uh, from other uh, social media agencies targeting my whole staff. Exactly. Um, you, one of the things you talk about, and I tell people this all the time, you know, when some new tool comes out, um, you know, it's like, gosh, do you know, how do I know if it's going to be worth it, or, or how do I spend the time? And I always tell people. If you can figure out a way to use this tool or some aspect of this tool to build a deeper, you know, faster, richer relationships with your existing clientele, you know, then you'll make it pay. Um, and then you won't have to worry about, you know, will I get a return on investment? And, and, and you talk about that idea of making your, uh, your current customers your, your, you know, your first fans. Yeah, you know, everywhere I turn, I see like us, follow us, you know, like us on Facebook, fan us, follow us, subscribe to us. Everyone wants me to like them, but I don't. I don't know them. Right? Yeah. Why would I like a company that I don't know? And 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 you know, it's this sort of quest for acquisitions and new customers that has us grasping at that. But the reality is, you know, your, our, our our number one uh, source of customers has always been our customers, and, and that's not going to change. So to the extent that you know, we we, we to, just to your point, John, we we use social media tools like Facebook and Twitter, to strengthen our relationships with our current uh, customers, um, that's what's going to lead to uh, longer business engagement. That's what's going to lead to a referral business. That's what's going to lead to, you know, securing these business relationships for a much longer time to come. Um, and will new business come along the way? Absolutely. But should we jump into uh, uh, social media thinking that it's, uh, it's, uh, it's going to win us, you know, overall new customers, new clients right away? No, it's just that that's just not the right way to look at it. One of the things that you talk about in terms of uh, being uh, 
some of the best ways to use social media. In fact, I think you go as far as calling it uh, your, your social currency is this idea of, of just sharing stories, uh, talking about who you are, being personal. And I think that that, uh, I think that has come out to a large extent in, in the people's use of social media, but there still seems to be, from some of the folks I talk to, there still seems to be this holdback of, of, you know, the people, do, do stories make me sound, you know, smaller or frailer or, you know, not as cool as, as, you know, the marketing department thinks I should? What, 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 tell, talk about your, your take on this idea of, of sharing stories. Yeah, I mean, stories personalize a brand, personalize a company better than any slick marketing ever can. Um, and, you know, social media has suffered, social media marketing has suffered a lot because, so many Web 1.0 marketers have, a tr- have tried to apply Web 1.0 principles of driving clicks and driving, uh, you know, slick banner ads to social media. That, that, that's, that's just not what works. Um, and, and if you think of social media as the cocktail party analogy that I use in the book, um, you wouldn't show up at a cocktail party with a slick marketing campaign and show everyone, you know, uh, how cool your uh, how cool your um, uh, you know, how cool your signs are, you'd show up at the cocktail party, and if you're going to do a great job, if you're going to be the, the, the most successful salesperson at that cocktail party, you're going to be the one telling all the cool stories, getting people laughing, getting people engaged around you, and listening to other people's stories. So social media is the same way, and, uh, you know, the, the example, I, one example I use in the book about, I, I tell my own story, and uh, it, it, it used to be, that in order to do effective storytelling, you know, how, what would you do? You'd go to the 30-second spot. You, 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 you'd put together, you'd hire a creative agency, or you'd have your intro creative department put together this, uh, you know, slick 30-second TV commercial or uh, a radio commercial or a slick brochure, and that's how you'd, you, you, you tell a story. Well, now you can tell a story with a picture. You can tell a story with a short web video. You can tell a story with a tweet sometimes. You know, my, my story, my company's story was um, my, 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 my wife and I wanted um, to get married, but we didn't have uh, a lot of money. I wanted to have a huge wedding. We both had a marketing background, so we put together a, a baseball stadium promotion, and we sold sponsorships to the baseball game, uh, and we got married in front of 5,000 people and 500 uh, friends and family and 5,000 strangers. Uh, saw us get married. 1-800-Flowers sponsored the flowers. Smirnoff sponsored the alcohol. David's Bridal sponsored the bridesmaids gown. We raised $100,000. Raised $20,000 for charity. $100,000 to have an amazing wedding. Event got massive buzz and massive press. And at the end of the, at the, end of the wedding, our vendor said, this was great. What are you guys doing next? <laughs> we couldn't get married until we started a company. Yeah. Well, that's my story. And then I told to you in, you know, 45 seconds. Um, and, 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 and I tell it, uh, you know, on Facebook with one, one picture, um, every company has stories about how they were founded, stories about customers, stories about employees that have overcome obstacles and stories, stories are what, you know, that's what we want to talk about, you know? Well, and it just, um, I, 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 my listeners probably get tired of me saying this because I, I do quote Fred Rogers all the time. Uh, Mr. Rogers, uh, one of my favorite quotes was, you know, it's hard not to like somebody once you know their story. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, it certainly applies to, you know, of course he was talking about children and families, uh, but, but certainly applies to, to brands and, and people inside those brands. Yeah, you, you know, even even the word like, right? It's exactly. hard. It's hard. It's hard to 
it's hard. It's hard when, when you have a, a, a likable story to tell. Uh, it's 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 it really is that much more engaging, uh, especially when you compare yourself, your story with your competitor down the street that's uh, out out crunching numbers and trying to you know trying to get a trying to trying to drive a revenue. I mean, what what really engages people? What really gets them interested? Yeah. So um, last point today, because uh, we're we're out of uh, time here. But uh, one of the challenges I know a lot of folks, you know, they look at all this stuff and they're like, okay, I, I get it, I have to do this stuff. But you know, how do I integrate it into what I'm already doing? You know, maybe it's offline or just you know with my existing customers. I mean, that's I think sometimes the challenge people have is instead of looking at this as either or, but just sort of like how do we fuse all this together? Yeah, um, and it's important. It's really important not to silo this thing. It's really important not to say, this is my marketing, this is my business, and, oh, this is my social media on the side. Truth is, it does have to all be integrated. Um, you have to think with every potential customer interaction, with every potential prospect interaction, how can you best socialize that interaction? How can you best integrate that? Because it's the, it's the, it's the socialization of that of that interaction that's going to give it longer legs, that's going to give it more meaning, that's going to give it sort of that deeper um, impact. And it's not easy work, frankly, but it's work that once you start, once you start doing it, um, you know, uh, there are countless people that once they get that social media bug, once they start to see that value, man, there's no stopping them. You know, you know that. It's like, uh, 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 you know, once you really get that bug and understand how, how many more people you can interact with and how many more lives you can affect and whatever your business, uh, uh, there's no, there's no stopping people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Dave, thanks for taking the time to, uh, um, hopefully pulled your car over and talked to me um, today and uh, I've got a copy of likable with a nice little note from you in here. Uh, the book is selling extremely well. It can be got anywhere they sell books. And uh, let's see also likablebook.com um, has some great resources as well. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, John. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, uh, John, of course, uh, is not all, not, not only uh, uh, gave a, a, a review of the book, but you know my publisher liked your liked your thoughts so much they they, they threw it right on the front cover. Um, uh, although I have bad news for you, they're, they're putting it back on the on the back cover on the next uh, edition because the, they're they're slapping that New York Times uh, bestseller right where you're. Sure, you are. sure, sure. <laughs> well, that's all right. I, I was I was pleased and humbled to be uh, in such a great company to begin with. So. Um, Dave, done great things with the book, and uh, I'm sure we'll we'll run in, bump into each other out there uh, on the road again someday soon. I look forward to it, John. Thanks so much for having me, and uh, I'll I'll see you and uh, any any readers that ever any listeners that ever want. I'll, I'll see them on Twitter and uh, and Facebook. Absolutely. All right. Take care. Bye.